Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. If you're looking for a solid and reliable contract that you can feel good about sending to your clients, look no further than the WVS contract, crafted by a licensed attorney in the state of Colorado. It might just be the best contract for wedding videographers in all of North America, or even maybe the world. Uh, hard to know. Regardless, if you're unsure of whether the contract you're using right now is good enough, go to WeddingVideographySchool.com right now, enter the password podcast, and start protecting yourself and your business today. Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like the show, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And we love you for it. Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School, the bad boy of wedding videography. Hope you're having a great week. I know I am. What say you, ball and chain, Adam Bradley? How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm just thinking, I like how you've dubbed yourself the bad boy of videography because you've been called hero and also now bad boy. So you kind of you kind of got the names going on, man. I got a lot of names. People like calling me names, and they're mostly positive. <laughs> what? <laughs> What do you think has been the best uh, compliment that you've received from somebody about like a, either your name or your work done? What's like been the best thing? My name? Yeah. Like my my the, my given name, Michael? No, 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 no. Like you've been called the legendary. You've been called legendary. Uh-huh. You've been called hero. Yep. A videography. Like what's what's like the Keep best? Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pull out my list, but, um, <laughs> you know, whenever a client says like, you know, something like you're, you're super talented or something like that, that always, you know, it's so simple, so cliche, but God, do I get a little tingly feeling down deep inside? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what do you say when, when the couples are like, Oh man, you're the best. Do you ever say like, Oh, you obviously haven't seen Adam's work yet because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I say, Well, <clears throat> I got bad news for you. You should have hired this <laughs> other guy. <laughs> but I wait. I wait till the project's done and the money's been paid. So I had this one increase. Sorry, I'm kind of in like this this mood today. I don't know like what's going on. I just I'm kind of struggling. I'm not gonna lie. So I'm a little bit honorary, and I'm just trying to like sort through a couple of things. So maybe we can chat through some things. But I had this bride who budget was like a thousand bucks, and I have nothing against people with small budgets. Like whatever, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I respect that. And so then I just, I my my response is always like, uh, you know, our packages started around, you know, are a little bit higher than that. We started around the four thousand range. <laughs> we started around eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> But I like to say, is there anything I can do to help? Like I like, I do like to at least throw that because I think it's good customer service. Yeah, and you could shoot my wedding for a thousand dollars. That's what you could do to help. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and typically, they say, "Well, do you have anyone that you can refer?" And I've got a couple of names. Like I know a couple of different people that are either starting out, and I always like to try to refer people because I think it's it's good. We should pass these around. And so I did that. And I listed, gave like three names. And then and this is all over text. I don't text a lot of my my couples. And so then she texts me back. She says, well, can you send me their their websites? <laughs> and then she's like, and then I just, I, I ignored it. I couldn't get to it right away. I've got four kids. I've got two jobs. 
and then she's like, can I get their emails and their phone numbers? So I, and I'm just like, I've now turned into this like personal assistant for this guy. And I, I was just trying to be helpful. And so I just, I don't know. It was just seemed like more work <laughs> than I got myself into. So, Oh boy. I, like I, I deal I with gave weird. You, I gave you the names. I gave you the names of these people. You can Google them. Like you can find it yourself. Like, you know, what's go. funny though. You know what I will say is that whenever I refer people, I always include I always include either email addresses or links to their web direct links. Right. If you're emailing them, right? But what about text? Like would you ever be like text in here? Yeah, because what I would do is I'd go to my email and I'd go to my sent folder and I send so much so many of those referral messages out, like I'm like at least one a week, if not multiples a week. And so I could just go to my email sent folder, pull up one of those messages, copy and paste that part of the message with all the, you know, the links in it. Yeah. Just something for you to think about, man, in terms of productivity. <laughs> I hear you. I've got that. I just don't have a lot of people like I refer to that low budget. That Here's what you should range. do. Here's what you should do. I'm going to solve your problem right now. Go on your phone and in the notes app on your phone or whatever thing you got, you just type in the the people and the names and the email addresses, insert the links, and then next time you have to do that, you just go into the notes and copy the note and paste it right in there. Boom. Do you know how many of my emails are copy and paste? So many of my emails to people that they think are like handwritten, oh, handcrafted by Michael, the bad boy of wedding videography himself, are actually <laughs> just things that I copy and paste. Nobody has any idea. They're all so done? good. In fact, I've, I've got this email pack sitting on my desktop right now, and I have not released it. Uh-oh. I have not released it yet. And there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, thirteen emails that are ready to be copied and pasted by our loyal listeners. How many I gotta know, how many of those have you sent to me? Because I always thought it was the Michael Ring emailing <laughs> me back. But now I'm starting to wonder. Well, if you buy the email pack, uh, you can know. Because you wrote me one that said, oh, hey, bride. And I was like, I'm, you know, I just thought maybe you were. That was a bad joke. Guess that's, not. Never mind. That's my nickname for you. That's my nickname. <laughs> Adam Bridley. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's on the agenda, man? What do you want well, to talk about? Well, I wanted to talk about how you're in a bad mood and you don't know what you're doing with your life. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a struggle sometimes, you know? Well, I think. I think it's something that we all deal with. So maybe give people a little insight and tell, tell everybody what you just told me a few minutes ago. Uh, which part of it? I kind of, kind of vented a little bit right before we hit record. Which, which part do you want to focus on first? That's my favorite part, the part where you vented. No, just the part where, you know, you're kind of struggling with, you know, how, how do you, you know, I think you and I have both hit this point in our wedding videography careers where we're like okay what's next right like we've kind of done everything we've wanted to do we've kind of shot a lot of the things that we want to shoot and now we're i think we're kind of entering that phase of our lives where it's like well i don't necessarily want to be out every weekend filming or i don't necessarily want to be doing all the editing anymore and what's next so i guess you know, you were kind of talking about your struggles and, you know, kind of deciding like how to proceed. And, you know, one of the th big things that you've told me 
uh, over the last, actually the last few times I've talked to you. And part of the reason it's been a struggle for you to record as many episodes of this, of the podcast as you want is that you're just feeling overwhelmed. So maybe talk a little bit about that and, uh, maybe I can, uh, maybe I can fix your problems for you. Yeah. Well, it is a lot. And I, I don't want it to come across as complaining at all because honestly, like, and I think about aflatus and I think about the wedding career that I've had and that I'm in and where it's going. Like, it's just been so awesome. I, I it's, it's carried my family through so much. So I don't ever want to come across like complaining, but it's stressful, man. Like you work from home. I've got four kids. My kids are at home. COVID hit this, you know, you never know where finance are going to come from. So you kind of got to maneuver things and adjust. And, and after a while, it just feels like it feels compiled. And I remember, I remember when I first started doing wedding videography, someone says, you know, basically like you never want to do so much that you're never good at anything. And I was always like, whatever, dude, like I'll, I'll say yes to everything. I'll, I'll say, I'll do all the fun stuff. I'll, I'll do what I want to do. And I think after about almost eight years now of doing this, like, I think I'm almost in that spot where it's hard to look back and say, I'm doing everything well, let alone, I'm just like, am I doing anything well? Am I, am I good at anything right now? Like, it's just, it's, it just feels, and I, I know that I am, but the feeling of it, you just feel like you can't give a hundred percent to everything. I can't give a hundred percent to my kids or my family, or I can't give a hundred percent to a flata sometimes. I can't give a hundred percent to my other business or like, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I also need to eat healthy and exercise and make sure I'm getting outside and getting good sleep and what books do I want to read? And so it's like, it's hard to give, you know, a hundred percent to everything. And it's just, it's been all of it c- compacts, you know, you feel like when all these things are happening at once, it it feels more intense than it probably really is. But yeah, I've definitely gone. Th- I feel like I go through this. This is like a lesson that I struggle to learn. I feel like I I work myself into these situations all the time that it's not really necessary, but I think part of it is just following the path of least resistance. Like I'll give you an example. And so I've got this commercial client and I don't usually take on very, very many commercial clients and a time will tell if this one is going to work out or not, but I've got this commercial client that, reminds me (laughs) of why I didn't want to take on commercial clients ever again, because I used to have multiple commercial clients. And what I found was that the business owners who wanted to hire me to make business videos for them, et cetera, and promote them on Instagram and all that kind of stuff, they, they're just too picky. Like they will ask you to do revisions into the ground like over and over and over, right? And to the point where it's like, by the end of it, it's like, I'm making like five bucks an hour doing this. Like, this doesn't even make sense. I'm going back to weddings now. And you know, I've done, I've bounced in and out of this a few times where I'm like, well, you know, the wedding season's almost over. So now maybe I should just go out and get a couple commercial clients or whatever. And, you know, then it doesn't work out because of, you know, the aforementioned reasons. And then I get back in the wedding season. I'm like, screw that. I'll never do that again. 
And then I'm out of wedding season and I'm like, oh, I could use the extra money. Maybe I'll structure it different so that I'm on a retainer so that, you know, they're just paying me a monthly retainer and that money's guaranteed. And maybe that'll make up for the fact that like it's, it's a little bit more of a pain in the ass. No, no, it's just always going to be a pain in the ass is what I realize. And so I'm yeah. kind of going through that right now where I'm like, maybe this client will work out for me uh, if the retainer gets bumped up which it, it might, but you know, if not, then it's like, okay, I just need to remind me, myself never to go back to that world. Um, if I'm going to be in the videography world, it's either going to be at the highest levels, like making like Nike commercials, or it's going to be in the wedding industry. You know what I mean? Like it's, those are the two, th- those are the two areas that I think I could thrive in. I don't know that I'm going to thrive in, you know, small to medium business videos. Like it's just not, that's just not an area where I want to be. And so I find myself in this similar position that you're in where, you know, you've got multiple things to juggle. You've got the wedding side of things. You've got the commercial side of things. You got your family, you got your health, you got, you know, all these things. And it feels like you really can't commit to any of them the way that you should. And what I found is it's better to have a little bit less, whether that be money or whatever, it's better to have a little bit less money and way less stress. Um, at least temporarily, because I think that if you just choose to focus on one thing, whether that's weddings or a commercial or whatever, or a job or something, you can grow that income. There's always going to be ways to grow that income. And, but you may never really realize the strategy for that and unless you're um focused 100 percent on it right so as long as you're spread too thin you're never going to have the ideas that you need in order to succeed um because you're just going to be so worried about just doing the bare minimum for everything yeah well i was thinking about i've had a i've had a few guys reach out to me the last few months uh who are trying to get into wedding videography and it's like, this is, and I remember, like, do you remember those days, man? Like when you first got into it and everything was exciting and fresh. And, uh, <laughs> I just think of like, I remember my first season almost more than I remember everything else because, because those new first times, like it's so fresh. And so, and I just remember feeling like a kid in a candy shop. Like it was a genuine, like, oh my gosh, I get to be a part of your wedding day. And I get to hear all these new cool songs which you know after a year the same thing you're like oh my gosh will this thing stop already but it's just like man i remember those feelings and i um i like i want to commend those people that are like getting into wedding videography for the first time and they're shooting weddings and they're a part of that time because man we need more people like that but i think i think for me personally like some of that's gotten a little muddy if I'm honest, you know, like I, I used to really love just even filming my kids anymore, or I used to love, I used to really love filming them and making those films. But lately I'm even drained from that. But here's like my, where I, where I'm learning to turn around is I'm trying to find those parts where I, where I have some of those new feelings. And so like for my son, he's two, and when I when I put him to bed, I put him on a changing table and I change him. I put his pajamas on and I've just been putting my phone on the memo, on the memo voice recording. And I've just been recording like our conversations. So no video, no overstimulation, you know, just like the 
the bare minimum, like the authentic authenticity of his voice. And I'm just like finding so much joy in like capturing that and creating it and kind of like, I'm, I'm doing light editing. Like I'm taking out some of the boring stuff of like me talking, but so I'm like, I'm, I'm learning to find these gems in like a new place, I guess is kind of where, where I'm getting at. Yeah, I beat you to it, man. I I started doing that like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just started bringing the uh, uh, the uh, Tascam uh, DR100 Mark III to bed with me, and That's like awesome. and like recording my son talking at, at bedtime or me reading him a story or yeah whatever. I I haven't been doing it as much lately, but I I get it, man. Like you, it's because you do it so much for work that the last thing you want to do is pick it up at home and do it. Right. And I think there's two things that come up for me when you were talking, which is one is, you know, you're talking about like, oh, you remember how exciting it was when you first started? I think there's always that element anytime you're doing something new yeah. that it's just like, oh, this is exciting because it's new and I haven't done it a bunch of times. I, I think that's one thing that just kind of naturally fades. I think the other thing is, you know, how much, how much, how, like I know for me, things have become so much more complicated since then, right? Like I've I've learned so many things about how weddings go that there's more to remember, you know? And back then, like it was easy to just pick up a camera and film and shoot a whole video on a glide cam that was four minutes long, but and just put it to music, like that was perfectly acceptable. And now it's well, you have to have sound bites and you have to have um, you, you know, like I know, yeah, like I know people who are like, I have to have a tripod shot of this. I have to have a slider shot of this. I have to have a gimbal shot of this. And it's like, and I have to have a drone shot of this. It's like, that's exhausting. Like, I think some of it too, is just trying to figure out like, okay, how can I get back to that original feeling and that original, <sighs> that original excitement? I, th- I think some of that just comes from some simplicity like simplifying some things and that that for me was i've talked about it before but simplifying how i'm shooting has been a really big part of what's kept me doing this at least for the last couple years was just watching people like you show up with just like a little camera on a like shoulder rig and just watch like watch you walk around all day and shoot and it's like oh i could be doing that that's way easier than me like lugging this <laughs> monopod around or like trying to like fit every little thing into a full day and it's like oh maybe i need to show up and be there for 2 days maybe yeah. i need to make my packages c- cover 2 days so i'm not stressed out trying to get everything in one day you know yeah i think you know and some people like the answer is maybe maybe you're done. Like maybe you've done everything you can do in this and maybe you're just done it. But if you're not, then I think simplifying is probably the f- first thing I would look at doing. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that for sure. And then also like, I just haven't been shooting a lot of weddings recently. Like I think my last wedding was, you know, like end of October, early November. So it's just been a while. And so, yeah, we've all been quarantined. And so I just, maybe I just miss it too. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been thinking like for me, I've definitely dealt with the burnout and I think for me really just finding that editor that I really like and trust to 
you know, that I can pay well to just do my weddings. Like, Hey, you've got, you've got an eye for this. You've got a talent for this. Um, and I invite people that are listening to this. Like if you, if you're a good editor and you take a look at Adam's work, you know, a latest, whatever your website, <laughs> AFT, what is it called? I don't even know. Yeah. Just, just AF TV. Yeah. Afflatus.tv. Okay. You go there, you look at Adam's stuff. If you can edit like that, then shoot, shoot us an email and a message on Instagram and let us know because I think you and I are both looking for people who can edit well, who want to make a decent amount of money doing it and take a, a huge load off of us. <laughs> the word load is always funny to me. <laughs> and I'll, I'll say if, <clears throat> if you look at our work and you cannot edit like us, then you should just give up. Just quit. <laughs> just, <laughs> just throw. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think practice makes perfect is what I think, okay. but, but Sorry. certainly don't email us. <laughs> well, that's the thing too, is like, man, I'd be willing even to like train people, you know, like there's some, there's a benefit of people who, cause that's the thing is that shooting and editing is such different, um, skill set. Like shooting does involve being around people. You got an eye for it, whatever, but editing, man, like you're, you have to be in a dark room. You can't be watching Netflix at the same time you're editing videos. Like there's those kind of people. And I think that drains me so much. And so I would love to even just help train people to add a lot. If they just love that skill set of being behind a computer, being, you know, alone in the dark for hours and hours. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> do you like feeling like you're a coal miner? Have you ever talked to like a really good editor? Like that's what they say. They're always like, man, I just love being by myself all day long. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I honestly have been, ed I've been editing since I like graduated high school, basically. I mean, I went to college and everything, but like, but my first couple of jobs, I was sitting in a room for eight hours a day editing, you know? Yeah. And I actually really enjoyed it. I loved not having any daylight turning on a bunch of different cool little lamps, sitting at the computer and editing. Like yeah. that's, that's what I did. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, but it, like anything, you know, there's a, there's a time and a season for it. And you know, you might, you might really enjoy it for 10 or 15 years. And then one day you're like, you know what? I think, uh, I need to move on. Maybe I just want to shoot or maybe I just want to focus on color grading or maybe I just want to get, more into a very specific part of the industry. I, you know, a lot of the people that go to NAB and um, a lot of these trade shows and stuff, you'll find that they're very specialized. Um, you know, there, there's people that only do color grading, right? So I, I'm not saying that's true for wedding, the wedding industry, but, you know, just in videography as a whole, there's people that just do editing, people that just do color grading, people that just do lighting, people that just do camera work, et cetera. So I think, I think that's just something that kind of naturally happens as you get older, as you get into your forties, your, you know, your thirties and your forties, you're definitely more interested in be becoming specialized, um, and playing a, playing maybe a smaller role in the, in the business, or a more specialized role. Good advice, man. I feel better. Thanks for letting me get all that off my chest. I, you still look pale as a ghost. Are you sure? Like, <laughs> you sure there's not something else uh, <laughs> dragging your spirits down? 
It's because I've been in a dark room all day editing behind a computer, no sunlight. <laughs> well, that's because the I see the shades behind you. They're closed. Just open them up. You can't color grade, grade in the sunlight, man. Yeah, but you're just talking right now. And I would prefer uh, to be blinded by the light because I'm, oh. I'm looking at your haircut right now. and I'm wondering, when is no. this transformation going to be complete? That was for you, man. Keeping these <laughs> lights Keep these lights closed for you. All right, there you go. No, that's better. I like ah, uh, there we go. <laughs> All right, <weirdo. laughs> Yeah. That looks staring nice. To, staring to the sun for 20 minutes. Attaboy. Hey. What do you got uh what do you got coming up this week, man? More uh depression, anxiety? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> start uh, popping some pills pretty soon. No, as soon as we get off, I'm going to go back to, to all of your podcasts in season one. I'm just going to listen to all these. Just go starting from the very beginning, all 100 whatever episodes you got going on. And I'm just going to listen to all of them so you can't give me any snark anymore. Um, and then after that, man, I'm trying to take one day off a week and the weekend, trying to take Sundays off to be with the family. So I don't, we have nothing planned. Just going to take the day off. No screens. Uh, just be together, play games, eat good food, and uh, just enjoy a restful weekend. Yeah, well, I think uh, by the time people hear this, we might be on podcast episode like 93 or something or somewhere around there. Nice. Uh, and I, hey, I said I just wanted to get to 100 and then we'd see what happens. So, uh, all right. You might only have seven more left to do, man, if you're. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I you before we started recording, you couldn't believe that we were you'd only done like eighteen episodes with me. Yeah, it seems like uh, you're harassing me all the time to record, to listen to these things. That you're always asking me questions. Like, just want it to be over with. This, <laughs> hey, if you want to be one of the top three hundred and ninety-eight <laughs> wedding videography podcasts in the world. It's, it's going to take some work, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what number are we on that list? Are we like 396, 397? You know, sometimes I send you some stats that you should be really impressed by, but you're not because you know nothing about podcasting. <clears throat> but we are probably, in terms of like podcasts, I know for sure that we're, I know for an absolute fact that we're in the top 20% of all podcasts. We're probably closer to the top 15% there, of man? all podcasts. Gotcha. There's only and one. for the platform that I'm using to host this, Buzzsprout, we are in the top 5% of podcasts. Dang. Dang. So we are, despite how much I make fun of it, and despite how much you hate doing it, <laughs> That's not we true. Are, we're, That's not, not true. We're, not, we're not doing that bad. <laughs> Hey, well, you know there's only one stat that I care about when you send me that stuff. Why mm, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Which is what? What is that one stat that I care about? The one stat. You just want to make sure we're doing better than uh, your good friend Dusty Stelly and the Video that's, Bros podcast. That's all. As long as this this podcast is doing better than your other podcast. You know, for people that are wondering, we know. did one season of the Video Bros podcast, and we're thinking about bringing it back for another one. So, uh yeah. I don't know. You better stick around and keep recording so you can compete. I mean, Dusty's on it. Why would anybody want to listen to that? You know what I mean? You don't want uh, you don't want good old <laughs> Dusty to uh, dust your trails. Oh, <laughs> or bring <buy> something. 
<laughs> Bring it on. It's been Leave a while. you in the dust, Adam. <laughs> Other dust-related puns that I can think of. All right, let's wrap this thing up, man. <laughs> uh, what do you got? Uh, where, where can people find you? I don't know. Just <laughs> nowhere. Look up Adam in a closet, curled look up, up, up with Flatus. Uh, I'll be there. So <laughs> you guys can follow me on Instagram at Michael Lee Ring and uh, at Films About Love, or message me and Adam at Wedding Videography School on instagram i think i said that already but just in case you are stupid i'll repeat it <laughs> you never know who you're talking to out there man we might this might we might be getting all our listens from like a uh like a a, a school for for kids that can't read good so <laughs> you just don't know <laughs> all right guys until next time uh signing off for adam the Bradley, Bradley. I'm Michael, the bad boy wedding videography school. Later. <laughs>Hey guys, this episode of Wedding Videography School is brought to you by photographers wearing wide brim hats. Uh, photographers wearing wide brim hats is the nation's number one wedding photography company, and for good reason. Uh, they are clearly the most creative, most unique uh, individuals out there, and their photography is so creative, I can't even begin to describe how creative it is. That's how creative it is. If you guys are working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats, then you're probably not working with the best photographers out there. So, um, you know, whether you're having a wedding, a birthday party, uh, or you're taking your kids to school, or you're hanging out at home, or going to the bathroom, you know, all things that you want photographed creatively, um, it should be done by photographers wearing wide brim hats. A lot of you guys, I know you're working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats. They might not be wearing hats at all. And um, that's a problem. If they're not wearing a wide brim hat, I don't know what the point of them even picking up a camera is. But when you work with photographers wearing wide brim hats, you know that you're always getting someone who's going to uh, give you the most incredible shots that you could imagine. So for your next event, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, a family reunion, uh, your mom's pap smear, whatever the event, make sure that you hire photographers wearing wide brim hats um, to get the most creative still images captured, you know, one frame at a time. And that's what, that's what photography is. It's, you know, you hear the click, click, and you know you got one frame. And then you hear another click. Sometimes you hear eight clicks in a row, like click, 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 click. Uh, that, they just got eight pictures. And maybe one of them is good. Probably not. But the photographer wearing a wide brim hat, they are going to call those photos later on and you know, really, really select the eight or six shots that they got from the entire day. Um, that they stood in front of the videographer to get. 
and they're gonna they're gonna edit those down into something truly magical. Probably um, probably just two eight by tens that you can put in the living room next to the closet door. So give photographers with wide brim hats a call today and book them for your next event. <laughs>